What's happening? This is Steve Blaze from Lillian Axe, and you're rocking with Iron City Rock. This is Dr. Metal from Dosca, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Yo, this is Joey Belladonna from Anthrax, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Hello and welcome to the Iron City Rocks Podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks Podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music scene. Episode 58, we had the awesome opportunity to talk to a true metal legend, Joey Belladonna, who is now back with Anthrax, in case you missed. Anthrax currently on tour right now with the Big Four in Europe, that Big Four being Anthrax, Slayer, Megadeth, and Metallica, the tour that we never thought would happen. Joey will be coming to Pittsburgh on August 25th to do a show at the Hard Rock Cafe, sort of show that was actually scheduled, I believe, almost before the Anthrax Union came to be. So uh, going to be a great opportunity to see a, a really sought-after commodity in a very intimate venue. So you want to get to showclicks.com, that's S-H-O-W-C-L-I-X.com, get your tickets. Uh, we had a chance to interview Joey uh, just a about a week or so ago, uh, Snowy from Radioactive Metal, a uh, show that we've been doing some uh, work with lately, joined me on the interview uh, to give kind of a perspective of a true uh, metal mastermind uh, in addition to my knowledge of music. So the two of us kind of worked together and uh, came up with what I think was a really good interview. We got into some really interesting subjects with Joey. So to get you in the mood for some anthrax, here's Caught in a Mosh, followed by a little taste of I Am the Law. And then we'll get straight into the interview. Gentlemen, great honor. We welcome to the show Joey Belladonna of Anthrax. How are you doing today, Joey? Oh, uh, pretty good, man. We know you've got kind of a crazy schedule. Things have uh, certainly uh, gotten quite busy in the world of Joey Belladonna. We wanted to uh, kind of give you a chance to come on the show and tell us about everything that's going on with uh, not only your solo shows, which we'll be doing here in our city of Pittsburgh, but uh, the obvious sort of things that have been going on with uh, your reunion with Anthrax. If you could, can you kind of take us back to how you got started as a singer? Like, who were some of your influences? Because you've got kind of, I think, a pretty distinct voice for for the genre of thrash metal. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was like, uh, you know, I started with the Beatles and stuff, and I thought, you know, the harmonies and all that cool, like, great, you know, pop tunes, you know, that got me going at first. But then I started, you know, getting into, like, 
you know, Yes and Kansas and Rush and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I really started to become, you know, drummer, musician, very, you know, a little bit more intricate, but still with a hook and a, and a voice, you know. I mean, you know, I started hearing Led Zeppelin and Journey and, you know, all that, all the great singers type thing, you know. I mean, Kansas, I was hooked on those guys for a long time. And I still am, you know, I like that kind of shit. Yeah, certainly understandable. How, how did you come to to get introduced to Anthrax and, and kind of land that gig? I, I got a call um, from um, I guess well actually my I was playing with a band um, Bible Black used to be like the first like the Rainbow Elf lineup. I was living with those mm-hmm. guys and we did a demo and we really 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 going to do that in a specific reason. We just what the hell let's go down and we weren't quite even really ready to do the thing but I just yeah sure if you want to go down and record we do something I don't know and then uh, next thing the Anthrax was looking for a studio in Ithaca and apparently the guy played the, the tune and uh, for some reason they, they they looked me up you know wondering if there was a way to get a hold of me or something I guess so it was kind of neat that uh, they, they went about that process you know and uh, apparently they got all my parents to get a hold of me and they flew me in, and the rest right there was something that, that took place, you know. <laughs> you know, I, well, of course, when I got there, I didn't really know who they were or what kind of music they were all about. You know, I had no clue. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, if you had actually heard A Fistful of Metal no, beforehand. I, <laughs> I don't think I even heard... God, I didn't hear a lot of stuff at that point, really. Right, right. You know, if, yeah. if you had, sorry, if you had in advance heard Fistful of Metal, do you think... You still would have joined Anthrax? You know, when I heard it after I had gotten there, I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, the music was decent. I mean, the vocals, I wasn't really, it didn't blow me away, but it was cool and it was extreme. But, it, yeah, I didn't I didn't even know if the music and the band, it, it, for, it, for the moment when I got there, until I started really hanging and listening carefully to the music and seeing how they were real serious and it was really you know, it was for real the way they were doing it. But at first, like, God, I don't know, this is a little strange, a little, little bit too extreme for where I was at first. But, you know, not really in the end. It was uh, perfect because, you know, I could come in and, especially when you're doing spreading disease, I mean, I just did whatever I wanted to do, you know, and, and there was really no dictating too much, you know. It was really open for a lot of interpretation. And, and you know, and as time goes on, you're hoping for more of that, you know. Right on, right on. One of the things, without changing, you know, I hate, you know, being a vocal that I am. I I don't, you know, of course they've moved on and done some stuff that the vocals have drastically changed in my eyes, and and that's not me, you know. I mean, if if what we were doing worked, and obviously coming back, it works anyhow, you know. So it's it's a mystery, really. You know, it comes down to style and stuff, and I mean, one thing I have my own style, like you said, and. It's hard to get that. Some people just don't have that. I always like searching for someone to be like, you know. Right, right. I kind of noticed that you were talking about how your vocals, your vocal styles, and your early influences. Once Anthrax started to um, experiment some more with the rap and all that, you kind of, we kind of got the impression, you know, you were behind the kit. You know, you really weren't doing any of the singing. No. Nah. Weren't doing any of the rapping. It just didn't seem like any of your your thing to do Nah, you know i mean i was just i was there you know i was nice to be a part of it and all that stuff i just you know obviously i'm not going to 
be the one that had had that one up as a you know full <laughs> full fledged project. I mean, even when I remember walking in when Scott was riffing to bring the noise on, I had no idea if it was a cool new riff for us or was something. <laughs> else, or even I'm the man walking in that and wondering who was going to be on the song. I'm like, what are we doing here? What is this? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, you know, it was cool being a part of all of it. I mean, God, at least I got to say that I was, you know, where I wouldn't have done it, and I was actually, you know, in, involved with that. And then you could take it live and have some fun. I mean, I mean, apparently, I mean, actually, I didn't get a chance to play drums like I do now. Like, I'm in a cover thing, and I do drums all night long doing Rush and, you know, Led Zeppelin and, you know, onward and onward about cool music. And, like, the rap tune, I got really no chance to do anything but a, just a easy beat, you know. Right, right. Well, um, can can you kind of explain what left, uh, what led you to leave Anthrax? Is it kind of in that early '90s time frame? Was it just a I had no of... no no business leaving anything. It was something that they wanted to do. They had management call me up and say they want to part ways with you. I'm like, well, okay, well. Which yeah, I have it was, to like, definitely was one of those like wow. That's that kind of blows, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the first thing I said, I said, "Well, okay, well, what do we got to do to, you know, take take it take it on?" Then it's like, "Well, you're really taking it real well." And I said, "Well, what do you want me to do?" I'm yeah, not that's not begging anybody. Do, yeah. I mean, apparently, you know, it's like I don't like the way you look anymore. You know, <laughs> I'm looking at her right now. You know, it's just one of those things that just sucked. And even now being in the band, it's still, you know, it's like God, you know, wow. All that time went away where like it's it's just that easy to be in the band and do what we do and just do it naturally. We rehearse once again going out and bang, you know, it just it comes together without really thinking and there's no there's no dictation of where you gotta be and what you say you know, I mean of course you try to make you say certain things, but to me I like to wing it, man. I like to you know, do things spontaneous. Oh, of course. You know, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess maybe some new music came around and they were looking for a different vocals. Maybe I wasn't heavy enough anymore. You know, I didn't growl enough. I didn't, you know, <laughs> I didn't cough a lung up. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. It's just, yeah. it, well, it really baffled me. And then now, you know, you got all that hanging over your head. Yeah, he's sort of like him. He's better. He's this, that. And like, who cares, man? You know, yeah, yeah okay, he's good, too. I mean, but, you know. I think about it, if you would have uh, turned the roles around and maybe they started out with like you know name names, but would they even even got off the ground and been really successful? You know, considering that you know, he's been in bands for you know, his band and you know for years, and, and nobody really did anything spectacular, even when you had your own good music. So it's just I don't think it really made that much big deal out of it. You know, I mean, like right now singing like only like it. They're like, wow, I always heard you singing. It's like, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it wouldn't have been nothing. It's another song by you guys. I could have sang any of it. Right, you know, right. What's, what's so hard about it, you know? I mean, just you know, once we got going on a record, man, things were happening as it would go. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. It's just natural. It's like when you start molding something into something, you know, if, you, if you're looking for some guy to be in there that I don't do, then you got problems. You're looking, trying to put a, what do you call this, square peg in the round hole, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Now, when you when you kind of went on your own then at that point and, and started the Belladonna uh, band, were you able to do things that you weren't able to do in the confines of Anthrax, or was it was it kind of just carrying on where you were at? 
Well, you get, you get a little bit of carrying on, but, you know, I mean, obviously the lineup, and you, get, you don't have the, ca- the cast of characters, to, and, you know, great players that they are, and, you know, just, just good good all around. I mean, i got to find people and recruit things and live up to some of the expectations. You know, that, that was, that's hard. You know, trying to find people that are dedicated, too, that, like, they were, you know, to, to be in a band and rehearse and all that good stuff. That's always a challenge. But, you know, and at the same time, it was free to have a little bit of fun. You know, I mean, do... You know, there's a little less, you know, less of things. You know, you don't have to, there wasn't a lot of pressure at the same time if you didn't want to bring it on to yourself. Um, yeah. You know, I get to play the songs a little different, you know. I mean, something goes down, no one's going to be yelling at each other about it, you know. I mean, I get to, you know, I wouldn't give the guys a hard time, you know. Just, you know, do your best. Try. Hard. I mean, some of the stuff's real hard to play, you know. Mm-hmm. And some people I had never played that kind of music before, so you, you're trying to mold people into a new status. Even me, when I got into ethics, I didn't know really how to go about it. I just kind of did my thing, and it just naturally happened the way it was. You know, there was no, you're going to have to do this before you get into the band. You're going to have to be this way for us to go here. You know, none of that happened. Mm-hmm. So with this band, you know, I get to do whatever I want. We can choose any song. I don't have anybody tell them I can't play this kind of stuff. We want to do a cover song, or if we want to do a you know, a whole set of anthrax or do a bunch of originals and a couple of anthrax. You know, you can do whatever I need to do. Book as many shows or not book as many shows as I want, you know, travel the way I want to travel, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just that kind of yeah. stuff. And, you know, of course, you get to write different music, you know, even my music was still hard rock, you know, heavy metal, whatever you want to call it, but it's it was a little less crazy, you know. It wasn't as... Right. I use the word frantic as anthrax, you know, some of the stuff's a little bit more in the pocket. Like my new stuff sure. I'm doing now, it's just all good straight up metal, you know, hard, you know, it's got some groove, got really good hooks, um, real good musicianship, real good, you know, some dually guitars, you know, nice, good old school, like straight up, you know. Right, right. Correct me if I'm wrong, we're talking the Artifacts records, one and two? Any any of them, you know, I've got them all up online now, and you know, even some unreleased stuff on you know iTunes and all that good stuff. And you know, is well, when you asked me about artifacts, you were referring to what? Um, new music. Well, no, I have I'm brand new right now. I'm working. I've been working. Oh, on okay. It. They even called me. I was already in the middle of it. <laughs> wow. You're laughing. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I kind of feel like okay, we're you're giving us something like some information here that might not be out just yet. No, no, I, I, I really haven't had any chance to really do any of that. And not that I'm trying to plug anything. I just, it's oh, just, please do you know, whatever you want. What I've been doing, and I, and I don't plan to stop that. I mean, you know, Anthrax. I mean, we're ready to roll this thing hardcore. You know, full blast. But at the same time, you know, even Scott's doing his own project. You know, he's got stuff going on. I mean, I don't like to do a lot of projects, but I'm already, that's what I've been doing for so long. It's just I'm not going to, you know, bow on that because I do dig what we're doing. I mean, we got some really good songs right now, and I, I, I'm really liking the whole. I think you guys will dig it. Oh, for sure, for sure. We're looking one forward. Of, one of the things that um, we had come across uh, recently was a uh, version of on YouTube of you doing a phenomenal job with Journey, Don't Stop Believing. And okay, one of the you, things, it's a VIP party at the karaoke booth. You got it. You got <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. The question kind of, was that my friend was standing behind somebody, or standing in front of him, and uh, as I got done with it, they go, who was that? And one guy goes, ah, some dude thinking he's Joey Baldana, saying he's Joey Baldana. 
Oh. <laughs> that was the class. <laughs> you know, he has my friends. Because you wouldn't believe it. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. Now, you, you had mentioned um, earlier a, kind of a, a passion for some classic rock bands like Kansas and Journey. Had, had the chance been there? Is that something you might have wanted to pursue? I know uh, bands like Journey have gone through some singers. If, you know, let's say Neil Sean called you today. Would that be something that you would say, hmm? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've already, I've already, I've actually had the conversation with him, and I know Dean knows him well. And I've actually sound checked at at times with the crews and some of the guys, and it's just like, man, I was, I was right there, you know, for those moments. And I mean, they just the the YouTube with the other dude just happened to beat me to all that. And I don't even know if really they understood that I would be really the guy for it or I could really do it. I mean, I remember Dean coming to my one of my shows. He goes, do you think you can really handle it? I said, dude, I definitely handle it. In fact, I got a whole journey band right now that smokes. It's really good. We just never played out yet. It's a whole night of journey. It's it's really good. It's kind of a more of a heavier pace of it. Right. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to have done it because I love the music, you know, not that I, you know, would make me... Uh, soft or anything you know i just like that kind of tunes you know and i remember doing a sound check it with stick scenario with download journey and and those guys came out of the dressing room and they're like who the hell is out there doing that right now the band's not here yet <laughs> and then one of the two amazing guys i had a feeling it was you because it was a little bit more metal going out you know they holding the notes and you know i think we, we actually were separate ways we were doing and you came out because i knew it nice nice would we, you ever want to record a dirty cover? Oh yeah, I mean, I I could I could do a whole album of that stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't know, you know, I'd be probably one of many people that have done it. You know, I think I don't know. I'm not sure, you know, what to do with something like that. that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it would mean to people or if it would be the right thing to do or whatever. You know, I shouldn't think that way because you can do pretty much whatever the hell you want. But yeah, that would be cool. Um, with the upcoming, the new Anthrax record, Worship Music. Now, look at there. I assume they're still going with that title. I have no idea. I keep hearing that, and I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay. I, okay really don't. I hear that, but no one's actually specifically told me we have a title of the record, and this is what it is. I just hear that amongst conversations with like yourself or some other magazine or something and I, I assume that that's the name of it now that I've heard it a few times but I, I actually couldn't tell you specifically okay um, with the whole schmozzle that went on you know with with Bush leaving and they brought Dan Nelson in for a little while and now you, yourself is back thank goodness what um, are you going to be handling the vocals on that record on the upcoming record yeah I've actually sang one already mm-hmm yeah, we actually performed it live um, up in uh, Vienna. Oh, okay. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, so it's we, a good we, tune, you know. It sounds something like our persistence, kind of, you know. It's a little, you know, right in that, right in the middle of that vein, I think. Nice. You know, it's good. Yeah. Um, I think you'll dig it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there, there'll probably be four or five new tunes on there that will will wind up. And then if there's anything that was already, like the one I did, Music was done. They sent it to me, and you know we worked it out at my house. I did it, and they came together pretty quick. In fact, I played it over the phone for Frankie and Charlie one day, and they're like, "Wow, what the hell?" And you know, I just—I didn't even tell them it was me. I just kind of held it over the phone, and then I just left them with it. You know, like shit. You know, and they're like, "Wow," you know, I didn't know you could. You know, it's like I don't know. You know, it's just that's the way it goes. It just happens. You know, I mean, 
really is no mystery there, but I'm psyched for it. You know, I think uh, it'll be neat when we finally get underway with it. And how has, to this point, the, the Big Four experience been for you? I mean, it's got to be kind of mind-blowing to go. Well, that's incredible, you know. I mean, Metallica, they run everything so perfect. It's so awesome. It's so big, enormously, and well done, and, and very open to everything, very friendly. Everybody was had a great time. It was, you know, very emotional in some cases just to see. I mean, having a dinner with all four bands the first night before we even played, you know, was awesome. Just the bands, just very intimate, right, you know, right. nice setting at a nice place. And just meeting everybody each day. You're, I mean, your tents are literally like, you know, um, you can just, you know, reach out and touch someone that close. I mean, everything is so tight, and it's great, you know, and everybody's near each other, so there's a lot of... Um, you know, closeness, so that was an awesome thing to happen, you know. I would love to do more of it, and hopefully we will, you know. Like a North American tour, perhaps. Well, you know, we, you, how that thing can take the world on if it wants to, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Really, I mean, yeah. you could just do every country with that, you know. Right, for sure, for sure. So you believe in the concept of the Big Four? You think that it does exist? Like some people... Would go, Why? I don't care what about that. We, we talked about that. I mean, it, like, you know, where's the other three bands or these, you guys claim you're the four. It's just the way people have been saying it. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, even any of us would say it's just like, think whatever you want to think about it. I mean, Metallica had that thing right up. You know, people pick. I mean, we've got our own longevity to, to hold on to that. I mean, whatever. It's just that's a part of what we, you know, we've done. I don't know. At that point, I try not to think about, you know, who puts claim to, to a name and all that kind of stuff, and who's bigger and more more likely to be on it or all, all that stuff, I guess, if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know because um, at one time, I remember the Clash of the Titans tour where there was three out of the big four that went on, that went on tour, and everyone was like, well, it's close. It's not quite, and now here we are, years later, and it it seems to be happening. Yeah, I guess that's it. You know, I mean, there's there's a huge history to go with a, with all four bands, a tie, how we tie together too. Right, know? right. So, and I did want to mention though, recently you performed at um, the the Memorial Public Service for Ronnie James Dio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this might seem like a stupid question, but the man had to have been an influence on you growing up. Well, I mean, I've, I've known Ronnie, you know, I've played with people who are associated with Ronnie, lived close, you know, we toured together, and I know it's, you know, it's just, it's he was incredible. The guy was an awesome person. He, he was so, so big influence, you know. He was just, just sad, you know, that you, know, you can't be a part of, well, we do. In fact, he was supposed to be on the run with us, too. He would have been on some of those shows. or Heaven and hell, that's right. Yeah, you know, I mean, wow. not that that really is, you know, one of the issues, but, you know, there's, it's just, man, it touched me hard. It really, really hit me hard. And, and it was an honor to be there to do that. And I just thought of that song real quick that one day because I, I kind of wanted to do Catch the Rainbow. And, you know, then Wendy told me, well, Glenn's going to do it. I'm like, oh, God, i got to think of something quick here. Because I want to, you know, she asked me to sing, and I I just thought of that one, and that came out right, you know. It was really, really cool. Excellent, excellent. You know, we just broke it down. I heard it like a nice, soft kind of thing, and, you know, just 
it turned out like immediately it came together. Excellent. Um, Joe, you're going to be coming into uh, Pittsburgh in August uh, doing some of your remaining solo dates. So should we expect kind of a mix of Anthrax and Belladonna, or um, can we hope for some journey in there as well? <laughs> that would be sweet. Would it? I don't know. Maybe somebody <laughs> probably get like, what the f- what the? Yeah, you know what? Really, honestly, it would be nice to be able to do just about anything like that. I mean, because my mm-hmm. cover band, we do like 10 journeys now. We do like, you know, five bad companies, six Led Zeppelins, you know, five Floyd tunes, you know, six Who tunes. You know, we just do array of music that's like really cool, like Triumph and Rush. And, you know, I'd love to have Belladonna really at, at any given time when we go out and bang out just to hit any of that stuff, too, on top of what we do. We'd be ripping, you know. Who knows? I mean, I I don't get together with the guys that often, you know, even when we do play. So, you know, it could be a whole set of Anthrax stuff that we don't even do, Anthrax, you know. Right. And it could be a couple of originals or it could be five originals, six Anthrax and one cover, you know. Depends, you know. And who's, who's in your current lineup or in your touring lineup for that right now? My cover band is... Um, RC on the bass, Mike on the drum, Mike Mayfield on the drums, and uh, Dave King on guitar. Dave and me are writing the record together, you know. Excellent, um, Joey. I want to thank you. Dave performed the Ronnie Dio thing with me too. That's Dave. Right. Oh, okay. We want to thank you uh, so much for taking the time out of your obviously hectic schedule to come on. Oh, you're welcome. Not a problem, man. Not a problem. Yeah, we appreciate it. Really cool. Thank you for taking the time out. All right, man. Well, we'll see you down the line. Hey, we'll Take care, buddy. See you there, man. Yeah, right, thanks, thanks again, guys. Have a nice day. Thank you too. Bye All right, that was Antisocial from Anthrax. Again, Joey Belladonna, August 25th at the Hard Rock Cafe. Your chance to see a singer in one of the biggest bands on the planet uh, performing a solo show. He'll be joined that night by the Texas Hippie Coalition. You can get your tickets at showclick.com. You can find more information about us out at ironcityrocks.com where you'll find links to MySpace, Twitter, Facebook, and all that happy stuff. So we hope you enjoy the show. We invite any feedback. You can use the contact link. If you're in a Pittsburgh-based metal, hard rock, blues, or rock band, we invite you to use the contact link to get in touch with us. We're going to be doing a uh, show the next time around, kind of getting back to our roots with all local musicians. So we'd really enjoy hearing from you. Snowy, I want to thank for joining uh, Snowy's show, Radioactive Metal. I've been a big fan of for about two years. Literally just two buddies sitting there shooting the breeze about metal for an hour a week. So I invite you to check them out at RadioactiveMetal.net. They can be heard Thursday nights at 8 o'clock on PureRockRadio.net. Really just a terrific show. So we appreciate you joining us tonight and uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah.